Time for another Board Recap Podcast. How are you today, Dr. Smith? Uh, good. Grateful that it is finally warmer. You know what? <laughs> we we will say warmer because compared to what we've had lately, we might have a little wet weather now. But we have made it through our first, as has a large percentage of the people in the United States, made it through a, really an Arctic front that moved through. Uh, we can attest to the Arctic front. And, you know, I just want to give a quick shout out to all of our facilities folks as well as uh, our bus drivers and our mechanics I don't recall uh, having a 72-hour period of time with sub-zero yes. wind chill uh, when our buildings were not occupied or buses right. were not uh, running where we then had to restart all of that up. Because uh, you're referring so. to the previous weekend when we were off on right. Monday for Martin Luther King Jr. Day for that national holiday. So, yeah, that, that doesn't help the situation when you're monitoring buses and buildings in weather like that. At 5.1 million square feet under roof and... Uh, Thanks to our facilities, folks, we fared pretty well. You know, those facilities uh, individuals, they were literally walking the halls of our facilities all weekend. That Saturday, that <laughs> Saturday, Sunday, Sunday, that Monday, Monday right. knowing that there were trouble spots, maybe potentially with pipes that could burst that, of course, does an incredible amount of damage. And knock on wood, that did not happen. And so much of it was because of their hard work and just constant monitoring. You bet. So thank as you said, thanks to everyone for that. So let's jump into last night's school board meeting. And as always, we'll start with good news and plenty of that to go around. So uh, you and I were both in attendance for this. This was kind of a fun event. Stringtown School always uh, honors uh, students every so often throughout the year. And they did so this time. Their special guest who helped uh, present those certificates to students was our new mayor in the city of Evansville, Mayor Stephanie Terry, and this was her first official visit to a school as mayor, and that was that was really fun to be a part of. Certainly was. Lots of smiles. She did a great job. She great did do a great job, students, yes. So, uh, an exciting day. Yeah, glad to have her there, and more good news then coming, and you know, there's never any shortage of good news when it comes to EVSC Fine Arts, so a lot of success recently with the Indiana Music Educators Association Conference, so we had um, six individuals from our high schools in EVSC who were named to the All-State Orchestra. Four of those students were principal, or as I've always heard it called, first chair. Uh, and I think all four of those primary chair students came from Wrights High School. Boy, what an honor for all those students, but especially for Wrights. Yeah, I think that's the first. I don't, I don't, can never recall when one school in Indiana had that many principal players. So principal violin and cello and orchestra. <laughs> That's saying something. Yeah, you know much better than I do at the state level to be primary chair. Clarinet and then trumpet. So kudos to all those involved. That really is incredible. We also had two students who were named uh, to the junior All-State Band. Those are middle school students, so we're very proud of them. The success continued then. Uh, We had 24 students who were named All-State Choir, and so we're very proud of them as well. All-State Honors Choir, and I believe half of those 12 were at the high school level and half were at the middle school level, so uh, don't want to leave out those vocalists. Also, what an honor for those students as well. You bet. And then moving through good news, uh, there's just a video playing quickly, but I wanted to show this to the board last night because, you know, we're so fortunate to have such great swimming programs in our schools, and now we have the beautiful new aquatic center here in Evansville. But when you think of students who compete in swim meets, uh, I don't want to ever leave out the fact we have divers, and these student divers, and if you're lucky enough to be watching this on the video, their talents are simply amazing. I could not agree with you more. I was speaking with one of our principals uh, just last week and talking about how their swim program 
has grown by leaps and bounds, not just sure. the number of students, but also the success that they've had. Uh, so just another benefit of being in the EVS. Yeah, no doubt. So kudos to all of those students. That doesn't happen, obviously, without a lot of hard work. And speaking of hard work, final thing I shared with the board last night, and um, and recently, a week ago, Harrison High School held what they called the Warrior Showcase. And in this, they had uh, multiple teams. I think it was 13 teams, if I remember correctly, who were participating over two days Um Students, uh, these student athletes got to participate in these games. And, you know, when you have a lot of teams coming into your building over the course of two days, it takes not only sponsors and coaches and players and volunteers. It just doesn't happen without an incredible amount of work. So really hats off to everyone at Harrison High School. And we have things like this going on from time to time at our schools and never want to take that for granted that that behind the scenes work, a lot of excitement on the court, but a lot of behind the scenes dedication that it takes to make an event like that happen. Couldn't agree more. Always said that just because something looks easy doesn't mean that there hasn't been a ton of work that goes on behind the scenes. And with that particular warrior showcase all hands on deck was the model that weekend yes for sure so thanks to all of them and great experience for our students that wraps up good news so if you would take us into consent items please certainly will so when we look at item 3.02 consideration of allowance of payments that was for 14 million eight hundred ninety five thousand seven hundred sixty two dollars and five cents and primarily driven by insurance health insurance uh, payment as well as invoices so the end of the year invoices totaled uh, totaled more than four million dollars. So that's why that number is a little bit higher than normal. Item three point zero three, consideration to request to carry over twenty twenty three encumbered but unexpended appropriation. So basically, what this is, if we had contracts or work that was done in twenty twenty three, but yet we had not received a bill for it yet, what we want to do is encumber that money or earmark that money from 2023 and move that over into 2024 saying, hey, we're going to pay for these services and goods with 2023 appropriations and money because we don't want that to lessen what we have been approved for in 24. And then item 3.04, consideration of the resolution for the transfer of appropriations within the budget. And I think that's really important to understand that this is within the budget. So within the overall budget, we have different funds. And that's because we are a public school corporation in Indiana that is governed by fund accounting. So uh, if you have your overall house budget and you have various amounts that you want to spend in different areas. For instance, uh, let's say utilities. Let's say it was an incredibly hot summer. So you overspent in the area that you had set aside for utilities. Then in order to make your overall budget work, you had to underspend in another area. That could be transportation. It could be uh, entertainment. So basically what we did was when things are overspent in one area of the budget, in one fund, then we add to that and then we balance that we take away then from other areas where we were fortunate to underspend you do that quite often always interesting though there are sometimes just for context connections between our large budget and a household budget and absolutely makes a lot of sense yeah i hope it does (laughs) 3.05 consideration through the revised schedule for the 23-24 school board meeting date so we do have the eclipse that is scheduled to be here on uh, April the 8th, and we were all looking forward to seeing that. Basically, what we did was we traded uh, a school holiday on April the 19th for that 
day on April the 8th because the the eclipse is going to happen pretty close to dismissal. Like and we 2.02 just, in the yeah, afternoon, yes. We don't want to take any chance that the traffic that Evansville may sure. see on that day for the eclipse could interrupt uh, us getting students home in a timely and safe manner. So we basically traded the day off on uh, April the 19th for April the 8th. We did have a board meeting scheduled on April the 8th, so we are simply informing the public that we are moving that board meeting to April the 9th. Okay, and I was just at a task meeting, task force meeting for the eclipse last week, and still a lot of synergy around that, and they're predicting at this point 80,000 visitors to the Evansville metro area. So a lot of lot of excitement around that. Let's hope that happens because I know business owners then would yeah. certainly profit from Definitely. that. Definitely. It's that a great way to showcase our community. Sure. You bet. Item 3.06, consideration to approve the change order number one for the Bossy Field third base concession renovation project of 2024 and is uh, one might expect when you cut into concrete that's about 100 years old uh, some of it crumbled you cannot anticipate that so this change order is simply for five thousand eight hundred eighteen dollars uh, to redo that concrete that uh, crumbled unexpectedly 3.07, consideration to approve the change order number two for Cedar Hall interior renovation project of 2023. So there were several things here, and um, I questioned why it was somewhat late getting to us, but that is the result of the punch list. Uh, when we have large construction projects, uh, sometimes those punch lists take a little bit of time to complete, and that is what was the case here. I, I want to go back to 3.06. Yes, uh, please. The con concrete that was crumbling, not a wall or anything. It was actually in the floor. We were cutting in the floor to lay additional and new pipes. And when we did that, right. some of the corners uh, were a little brittle, and that is what crumbled. And I think structurally, we it's still great. Sure, I think we talked about that not too long ago on a podcast, and just um, how much needed that renovation is to that concession area. Absolutely. 3.08, consideration to approve the agreement with the old National Events Plaza. So this is something that's very exciting. The yes, Festival of is. Nations originated at Bossy, I believe, about 10 years ago. So. Started out in the cafeteria in 2013, then outgrew the cafeteria at Bossy, moved to the gym, outgrew the gym at Bossy. So now for the last few years, they've been at the old National Events Plaza. So this is basically a contract with uh, EVSC and the Festival of Nations and Old National Events Plaza. And I am happy to report that due to the very generous donors we have in our community, that uh, we are able to pay for that uh, with no funds out of EVSC's uh, budget. That is great. Boy, what a great way to showcase the different cultures represented in our schools and their families. It truly is a community celebration. Yes. Then moving on to item 3.09, consideration through the agreement with Bustler Enterprises. This is for... Uh, something that I really had not heard a whole lot about, but it is uh, D, let me see if I get the name straight here. DEF. <laughs> DEF, right, which is stands for diesel emissions or exhaust fluid. Yes, diesel exhaust fluid, which is basically an additive that we add to our uh, equipment, buses primarily, and some of our trucks that operate with diesel engines, and it is good for the environment, that yes. additive. Yeah, those of us that drive diesels are very familiar with. 4.01, 4.02, as we always say, they're there for your perusal. You yes. can certainly click on them and see uh, the action that the board has taken. And then two action items from last night. Yes, so 5.01 is a public hearing on the building projects and the preliminary determination for the general obligation bonds of 2024. As we said on the last board uh, podcast, 
board meeting podcast. Uh, this is for remediation work that needs to take place at Wright's Bowl and Inlow Bowl because the uh, the surface covering that we had put on is not performing as we had expected, um, and we really cannot <laughs> remediate that in a way that doesn't actually cause a lot of destruction to the concrete at Wright's Bowl or Inlow Field. So these are projects that we have to do uh, to remediate that since the product that we put down is failing. It is in the legal world now, so uh, not a whole lot we can say about it publicly, but uh, this is the required public hearing, the second public hearing for the projects at Wrights Bowl as well as Inlow Stadium. Then moving on to 5.02. our bond council, our legal council for uh, issuing bonds, has provided this information to us, and all of these then will be, or have been, I'm sorry, voted on by the board okay. uh, as the next step in that bond process. Okay, and then that takes us to last night's information items. So uh, these are presented to the board, item 6.01 through 6.05 on a monthly basis. So frequent visitors to this podcast are very well aware of these financial uh, documents. Two additional things were added since this is the end of the quarter as well as the end of the fiscal year for the school district. That is item 6.06, the self-insurance quarterly analysis. And um, there was a time when our self-insurance balance was precariously low. So we took some steps to adjust that and now it is growing once again into that that prudent, healthy balance. And then finally, item 6.07, the 2023 financial performance report. This is the report that Dr. Underwood brings to the board every year that basically shows our year in balances. And I'm pleased to report that we do have healthy year in balances, but that's because we actually planned to have healthy year in balances. Uh, certainly do that every time that we possibly can. And we've been blessed with the utilization of ESSER funds. Uh, they have relieved some of the stress from our education fund and operations fund. And uh, as ESSER funds drop off, then you will see the cash balances over time also go down. But that is because very planned and very intentional on our part. Yeah, the funding cliffs that you may be reading about from school districts around the country from those ESSER, those COVID support funds, federal dollars, we really did a lot of planning because we knew when those came out, we did not want to experience yes. that. And none of this happens without extensive planning. Right. And I appreciate you bringing that up, Jason, because uh, those that perhaps are not frequent readers of educational journals, journals may not be aware of that phrase, funding cliff. And basically what that Yeah, is, what does that mean? When the money stops right. and that those funds are tied to specific employees, people, and projects, then you no longer have funds to continue those jobs. So EVSC, I think, was very prudent and intentional, as I said, in our planning. So when that funding drops off, we have made plans to make certain that programs that add value will continue. Most definitely. Well said. So, and again, as we always say, a lot of, lot of meat in this information section with what Dr. Underwood sh- shared. You can always click on all the attachments and see everything that he went through last night. Yes. And that wraps up another school board meeting. So as we said at the beginning, uh, let's hope the cold weather from the Arctic North may be behind us. We'll keep our fingers crossed. Let's just hope that it stays up there. I don't even want it to be behind us. Just kind of metaphorically there speaking. There you go. <laughs> I prefer for it not to be anywhere around. I agree with that 100%. Thank you, Dr. Smith. Thank you.